go. It's episode 709 of the Stupidly Small Podcast. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. How are you? Wow, my name is changing rapidly, but well, <laughs> well, well, how are you? Long time no speak. Uh, it is, I know. A uh, little bit of time disappeared on us there. We... Apologies for uh, yesterday not uh, being here. That was my fault in this case, I, and I'll explain exactly why. In fact, it was my housemate's fault, and I have a bit of a rule that I can't podcast if anything is anything or anyone is at a certain end of uh, my home. Yes. Uh, and I had a blue with the housemate who Ooh. decided to go to bed very early, which <laughs> so blew out my um, my end of the house and privacy and mental space. So, so I she, just, so your housemate went to bed early because she, she went to bed early, stayed in bed. So I could, uh, and so I slept in another room, and then <laughs> and then couldn't podcast in the morning. Wow. So I was uh, I was stifled. Uh, to the new listeners. Anyway, um, Stuart, <laughs> yes. uh, you've been to Tasmania and back. You've been, I um, have. I have. what's his name? Pontiac banditing it across oh, the... Oh, I tell you what, that uh, spirit of Tasmania. Yeah, tell us about that. It's hardly, it's hardly, you know <laughs> how you hear about the, the uh, old people's homes being a hive of activity and <laughs> yeah. uh, the home of syphilis and whatever else. Oh, come on. Well, yep. it is. Apparently the STIs and STDs of the world all reside at old people's homes now. And uh, okay. like it's, it's not quite it, how the story goes, but nevertheless, no, it is. Yep. Uh, the, these sort of diseases are rife in these areas because they're yeah, all. But that's, uh, the, they're that's all, not all of the diseases and STIs. They're all, are old, in. they're all old, and they're oh. all getting it on. Like they're swinging and they're getting in spas and eating corn together. But and so you, the thing, yes, you read one little thing about something, and it becomes a huge thing in your mind. You think that everybody Aust- spends their entire time who works in an office. Shagging one another and photographing on, and on photocopiers <laughs> on yes. and and sending photocopies of their boobs to one another and stuff. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. Look, I I may end up in an office by the end of this year, so I really hope it's true. <laughs> so, anyway, Lauren Clark, I'm just saying, old people's homes are a hive yes. of uh, pensioner uh, nocturnal. Well, it'll be daytime actually. They'll be getting afternoon delight. I'd I'd say because they'll all be eating their mashed peas. After the session, no, and so come on. my Do you point know what? is, yes, yeah. my point is. Well, hang on, what, please get you, to your you, point. Hang on, are you going to defend uh, old people's homes? Are you? Is this is this what is this what we've become? Should I not defend old people's homes? I mean, is that am I not allowed well, to do I, that? By old people's that, homes, I mean like fit the fifty plus market. That okay? isn't what I was going to do. What I was right. going to do is say, can you imagine turning fifty then moving to one of those homes? Oh, I couldn't. No, but can you, um, uh, once you notice it, and this is, this is just, um, anyway, whatever, people can hate me for this if they like, but sure. once you notice ageism, yeah. you really do notice it's everywhere. It is everywhere. Like I'm a victim of it. People, people are, <laughs> you're so not a victim. Of I am. I'm getting, you... I'm getting the young stuff at one of my jobs. Referring to me as an old man. I had someone at another yes, one of my not... jobs call me old man the other day. But you are an old man, mate. You've been an old man oh. since about you, I reckon, well, maybe since you were 28. Yeah, you well, I've, been... So I'm a victim of ageism. No, but I, that doesn't I make you a victim of ageism. That I rest my case. You... I'm tired. <laughs> Where can I sit down? <laughs> you have a cup of tea. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, sorry. Continue. What were so you saying? The, so the spirit of Tasmania. old people's home, you aka were... the spirit of Tasmania. <laughs> Excuse me. Can I just ask, was it actually that? Yes. Right. <laughs> I was in the minority. I consider myself a young person compared to the people that are on the spirit of Tasmania. This particular voyage, I mean, maybe it, You were it in the midweek 
sort of a day. I was on a, I was on a Thursday evening into Friday morning trip. You were like the, the, the Monday matinee movie equivalent of Oh, you know, I'm such a big on Channel Seven at midday. Yeah. They every single day during the week they have a midday movie. Mm. And it is the best. They do you watch I, the midday movie at home, do you think? Oh, I don't because I don't have the television on during the day. But I caught I was over at my parents' house ever so briefly on I don't know. It, late last week at some point, perhaps right. just before I went to, to – yeah, it was. It was before I got on the boat because I had to pick up the van from Melbourne Airport and I had some time before <laughs> the boat sailed. So <laughs> my parents sort of lived between the airport and um, uh, Station Pier. Right. And so I, I dropped in to see them. A nice surprise visit. Was this the time you rang me uh, when I was in Bendigo yes. and said, do you want to catch up? I'm right outside your house. And I went, I wasn't outside your house. house. I, was, I was at my <laughs> folks, but I, I, no, I know, texted but you, you were... earlier in the day and saying, you know, good luck and, and I hope it all goes oh, well. Oh, we were having all this back and forth about how I was in <laughs> Bendigo. <laughs> you, were in, you weren't and stuff. And yeah. then after a while you were like, do you want to catch up? And Let's like, catch up. I some time to kill. Yeah. I was like, Farrell hates talking on the phone. What's he doing? Yeah. I said, what are you talking about, catch up? you like, catch up. I went, okay, fine. Thinking he's locked on the old, the floating old people's homes. I already thought you were on the boat oh, by then. Bored, yeah. So I was like, so he's bored out of his mind and he wants to chat to someone. So I ring you. You're like, why are you ringing me? I hate people. Ringing me, I don't want to talk to you. Go away, and I'm like, How did you want to catch up? You're like, Let's have a drink. I'm like, Are you in Bendigo? Like, honestly, no wonder people call you old man. <laughs> anyway, so I, I, I forgotten where from one uh, end of the day to the other, I've forgotten where you were. You had forgotten, the it was a bit, but anyway, you were wrong. at your parents' house, yes. And the midday movie came on, and it reminded Watching me, the midday movie, honestly, the, <laughs> you're not doing a lot for your old people. No, the tally was on. Yeah, you're on. Right? Uh-huh. My mother yeah. went up to buy us a pie for lunch. I sat there and had the tally on and waited for them to return. They were nice pies. Oh, so and, good. Well, I got there around 11.30 and, like, you know how old people eat? Like, they seem to, like, they time shift backwards. So they go to bed at four, they eat dinner at two, and they eat uh, lunch at 10.30, 11. And my mum said, I was just going up the bakery. They they do a good pie. And I <laughs> yeah. said, I'll have a pie, even though I'm not eating pastry. I'm trying to go keto, but I'll <laughs> eat a pie. <laughs> and, you know, it's, I'm never one to knock back a pie in case you discover a killer, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I did. It was a quite a nice pie, except my father judged me uh, terribly because they're both retired, so they're both home. And I, I, I ripped the lid off the pie and ate the, the, that pastry by itself. Then I... I Got a teaspoon oh, and, ate the, and ate the innards of the pie. Oh. I left myself with an empty pastry case. And God, I, I used to, to hate people who did this at and school. I, well, I hadn't done it for years. And oh. he was just looking at me like I had two heads. And I yeah. and I said, look, I, I wasn't. I don't usually eat a pie like this. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm doing it. But I did. And I'm going to eat the pastry now because it was nice. And I was debating whether or not to eat the pastry because I'm trying not to spike my glucose. Oh, this, that was a boring part of the story. Yeah, go, <sighs> keep going. Point being, the midday movie was fantastic and it's always about, there is a constant theme in these midday movies yeah. and it's always about a, a woman mm. spurned and or poisoned and or killed by a sneaky husband and or lover and or friend Yes, and all the, all the female friends and family 
gathering to try and trap this evil man. And it's every single one of them. It's like affairs <laughs> and killings and always a dodgy husband or lover at the end of it. And it's fair to say, I just picture there must be millions of housewives, if there's such a still a thing, that just have this, must have, that narrative must appeal to a certain demographic. Mm. Anyway. Yes. Well, no, it's you, true. And you, I am part of the dem- I am the housewife. I was going to say you, it appeals you, to me greatly. I no, love no, it. I know if I you am, do. if I'm ever sick, which I never am, yeah. But I, I often remember, like when I worked a normal job where I wasn't freelancing. Thanks, Lauren Clark. No and not uh, and I was leaving the house for employment. Yeah. Uh, on the on the rare treat day that I could stay home and chuck on the telly. Uh, it yeah. would always, I'd always enjoy watching the Channel 7 midday movie because it's about spurn lovers, dead lovers, or a dead family. So it, it's always fun. Point <laughs> yeah, is, I was, I was yeah. on the Spirit of Tasmania and yeah. I was young. <laughs> I was a young member of that voyage. How fun for you. Did you well, feel sprightly and energetic? And Well, no, I felt judged. Uh, they, oh. I felt like people were looking <laughs> at me. And I didn't have a cabin. I was in a sea recliner, so people were... So I had to carry my luggage around me, which is only like a little bag, obviously. It was only overnight. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I ordered a few of my favourite Tasmanian beers, which is a, a, a Bogues Triple X Ale, I think it's called. It's a lovely red label. You can't get it here in Melbourne, <laughs> Australia. And, um, and But I was, sitting, I was reading, sitting there reading a book, a real book. Holy. Beca- because what book I, did I, you read? Uh, I, I bought a book actually. Um, mm. It's called "Inside Real Estate: Buy, Sell, and Profit in Any Property Market" by oh Peter O'Malley. God, what are you becoming? I mean, really, this is <laughs> yet again. I mean, if you were writing a character who was an, a pre no, 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 no. a pre old man, you would you would be overwriting it at this, this book, point. Th- this book, you'd be going, it, "No, cut back, cut it, back." He can't I'm, possibly be doing no, all of those things. Th- this book. Now, listen, give it, your it's character not, some it, depth. This. <laughs> this book is mm. not a um, like how to get rich off property. Look, the back headline, the back cover headline is the book real estate agents don't want you to read. And it said, Inside Real Estate exposes the truth about the real estate industry. Yes. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a property, industry veteran Peter O'Malley reveals the secrets, myths, and pitfalls of the real estate game to show you how to cut through the spin and get a better deal. Now, I was reading this, but I was. Very conscious of um, covering the covers. I didn't want to yeah, look like I was bet reading. You did. <laughs> I didn't want to look like I was reading. It, like for someone who didn't understand what the book was about, it looked like I am reading like a hey, how to get rich with property or something. You know, like a, so just a, a book you get for free at the airport. But this is actually a really great book. It's fantastic. <laughs> and so anyway, I was reading that you, re- and drinking a glass of red wine, and I yeah. thought. But you see, just because uh, I had to conserve my battery, I've just, got a broken phone, and I needed my battery. Just yes? to interrupt. You do, you you know, like when somebody who reads a lot goes, God, this is a great book, you you, you tend to go, wow, it must be a good book because that person reads all the time. What uh, if every book you opened yeah. and actually committed time to reading like you have yeah. with this one, yeah. you were like, oh, my God, this book is fantastic. No, no, this one's really grabbed me. This this is uh this is a story for the ages I think. Yeah, um, classic Faz. Yeah, uh, classic. Do you know really a book good. I really want to read? Uh, the what? book, and you would pr- probably quite like it too. I've read mm. a little excerpts of it, and everybody says it's amazing, mm. even though it's horrifying. It's about mm. the Golden State Killer, the guy who was just arrested. Oh, just got busted. Yeah. Yeah, and he was busted. Did oh, you hear just, the whole story? Um, is this the the Sheila that passed away? Yes, Michelle yes. McNamara, and apparently her book, which lots of people had already told me, mm. is like just beautifully written, and yeah. her research was great. And she, like, she's the one who called it's him a little fat guy's wife. 
Oh, wow. What was his name? What is his name? Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt. He's grading the King of Queens. Oh, God. What? <laughs> Tell us about the rest of your story, for God's so sake. So I was reading, uh, the, uh, oh. reading the book and having a glass of red. Oh, and uh, I went up to get my second red mm. and then brought it back and smashed the glass all over myself and, and the chair in front of me and people sitting there. <laughs> I've gone, oops. I said, could have been worse. They said, what? I said, I could have smashed the bottle. <laughs> so I went up and got uh, some uh, paper towel and cleaned up the whole area. People would have laughed at that. They did laugh at that. Oh, they liked it. people would have found that funny. Yeah, no, they did. Yeah. Oh, these people were as old. They were probably late 50s. So they were a bit old. They were the youngies. They were, but they looked a bit romantic. They were holding hands. So they could have been... Um, well, actually, I thought they were going to go off for, for an early night, but they saw me in another bar later on. They said, you're still going. I said, yes. <laughs> as I walked from the bar with a whiskey and a red wine. And so, uh, but to the spirit of Tasmania's credit, they gave me a, uh, like, you know, that old concept, that pub concept of spillage where if you take your pot away from the bar and it gets knocked out of your mm. hand or you drop it and you haven't had a sip, they, they replace it free yeah. of charge. Yeah. They did the exact same thing with my uh, $10 glass of red, which I thought was fantastic. So I said, thanks, guys. <laughs> so anyway, after that, I, uh, I wandered uh, downstairs to another bar. Yes. And uh, was sitting there and I thought, I'm a bit peckish and I don't want to eat in one of the uh, restaurants. So I just bought a sandwich and a packet of chips. And I um, was watching The Idiot Box um, and uh, I had this proper old guy and old woman. I sort of pulled up next to them and I like, you know, the, the woman looked at me shiftily because I had tattoos. And I, put, I said, do you mind if I put my bag there? No. And I stood there and then, <laughs> this is this is the old what man one. no. No, it's fine. That's no, fine. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. They yeah. looked at me like dodgy ass, just sideways yeah, looking at me yeah. constantly and, and saw me <laughs> looking at him because he realised that he could – see, they couldn't hear what was on the television. I was watching My Kitchen Rules on the on the big screen in yeah. this bar. But the sound was down and he wanted to hear it, this bloke. Yeah. So he finds it on his phone online. Oh, and being an no. old man and deaf, it's it's you know it's it's at eleven. The sound is up. yeah 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 totally. But it's about five seconds uh, behind what's on the screen. So what's happening is it's oh, there's no. just enough volume on the TV for it to be a oh, this amazing sauce. That's amazing sauce. I oh, love the sauce. No. And there's three to four five seconds later. It's <laughs> amazing sauce. <laughs> so it's just looping all over the joint. And he's I'm going, oh, mate, you've God. got to turn this off. I'm looking. And he's got it holding it up to his ear, and they're both trying to share the volume. And I'm going, how can you watch and listen oh. to this? How can you? Even, it's, it's driving me insane. Anyway, um, I let them go, and then I came back with a with another whiskey and a glass of wine. And I uh, sat down again. I said, "Could you mind my bag in? And came back and mind my bag. I said, thanks for that. And then the old uh, the old lady said, um, oh, what's that? Or something, you know, what have you got there? <laughs> and I said, whiskey. It was nothing special. No, it's just a cheapie. Red, uh, you know, Johnny Red or whatever it was. You just behind the, have behind the bar. Oh, righty I don't drink. I'm a teetotal. I don't great. And uh, then the old boy, it fired him up. He was loving it. Yeah. Whiskey, you like whiskey, do you? And then so we became firm friends for about a good forty minutes. We chatted, <laughs> chatted about all things. She and then she popped up, tell you about. I lost track of. I couldn't understand. You know how people tell you about their family and friends, like you're supposed to know. With oh, the Joan was like this, and then my brother-in-law who was married yeah, to yeah, Stephanie yeah. was doing this, oh. and then I'm I'm just going, what are you talking I've about? I've got a friend, right. and she. I've been I've been friends with her for you know, tw- 25 years or something ridiculous, right? right. <laughs> anyway, 
we can be we go through periods of not seeing each other for ages we go through periods of seeing each other like heaps for a bit at the points where i've known her heaps and at the points where i've known her barely at all mm. she has always told stories where she presumes i know much exactly. more about her life yeah than i do like and i could know her quite well and like see her several times a week and she'll still be going and then james said to me the blah 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 blah, blah and i'm like who Dude, I don't know who about? any of these people are. Like, yeah. a, and you don't want to because st- it's just like you'd have to unpack the whole thing, and you get the you get the vibe of it after yeah. a while. You know who James? Well, you know maybe you don't know who James is, but you know kind of vaguely where what's relevant in the story. But yeah. there are some people who do that; they overcommit to the oh. background in their story. But what about pe- <laughs> you've known this person for twenty five years? I met these people like three <laughs> seconds ago, and I'm getting life stories about brother in laws and stuff. I'm going, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyway, they went off to bed. <laughs> yes. And then uh, within about, and like it wasn't even 10 o'clock, within about five minutes, the whole joint, and this is a big bar, cleared out. And I looked up mm-hmm. and I realised I was sitting by myself <laughs> yes. in this big cavernous bar. If anyone wants a photo, you should go to Instagram because oh. I chucked it up on Stupidly, oh, stupidly Big. But yes, continue. And But... It was and a so very depressing sight. I was sat like... there with my two drinks <laughs> and I thought, what? well, I'm not uh... ready for bed. I don't want to go and sit in the, in the fart zone. You should. They've the got this fart inc- zone. Well, there's this place called, uh, the, I was in the recliner lounge. So you get allocated a chair that reclines. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Remember, you're dealing with uh, truck drivers, uh, you know, taking freight across. You're dealing oh. with people that might do this journey a bit. You're yeah, dealing with Tasmanians. Right. So there's people over the ground. There's people snoring, farting. <laughs> uh, they, they, they've got that. You know how people think they're the smart traveller? They've got their little, uh, what do you call it, hacks. And so they, you know, they'll do the, like just be completely selfish and block doorways or sleep on couches they're not supposed to be on. Anyway, it, w- it was like a, a major um, compression session or Dutch oven in there because it's all locked. <laughs> it's all airlocked. And we all face out to the back of the uh, boat in these recliners. And uh, I'm not sure if there's any extraction <laughs> would you do it? Would you do it regularly? Because there obviously are people who do that sort of thing. Because you drove a van full of nefarious um, yes, things, <laughs> things uh, across town and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then across the waters to Tassie and back. Correct. Would you, you know, you could make that an interesting thing, couldn't you? Like if you did, if you had to do oh, that once yeah. a week, oh, I could, I could do it. But you know, I, I, I definitely love to have a cabin. Don't you reckon you'd write a novel or something? I like, definitely like a cabin. S- <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch a movie if yeah. that's a sign. That's sort of uh, cultural, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like you, it's like it's the thing I've always said to you that I. It's not an inspiring journey. It doesn't inspire to write. No, but like I, I sit in the dentist where you've got to, you know, like any time mm. where you've got to wait, and you're not with your phone and your life, and you're just kind of tuned out of things. I just that 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 is, you know, not free time. It's like it's like I Waste don't know. Of time. No, it's not. It's like. It's extra free time. I don't know. I feel like it's bonus time. Uh, well, I see. You, you you crave bonus time. I've got bonus time coming out of the years. But yeah. the thing is, well, it is. You've got kids and you've got a different life set up. My, I mean, I've got a lot of time to myself. In fact, I'm I'm on the record of saying this. Thanks a lot. Uh, mm. That I, I, no I crave uh, company and something to do because I have so much free time. Uh, 
and by that I'm working, but I'm sitting by myself with two dogs. Dogs don't answer back to my questions, you know. So <laughs> those dogs must just wonder every now and then because I've worked alongside you. <laughs> I have to say, if it is true that you may be in an office environment by the end of the year, yeah. I hope people are well prepared. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll have to a curtail. A lot of singing goes on. Well, I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Anyway, look, I, 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 I flew back thing. the following morning. Yes. And there's, uh, we'll end this because we have to go, of course. We do, yeah. But uh, just by saying that there is no greater time, there is no greater space. There is in oh, yeah, the lawless, timeless <laughs> beauty of airport time. Yeah, well, I arrived at the airport and, uh, as mentioned, I'd, I'd had a few – you know, a heap of whiskey, two or three, and you know, two or three glasses of red, and, and probably two or three beers. So I had two or three of each. Good over, God, over, I would have been. <laughs> well, imagine over, me, but it was over a, uh, a four or five hour period. Oh, dude, stonkered. <laughs> well, anyway, that's, anyway, what, that's yes, what I'd had, yes. and um, but I and but I didn't have much sleep because I, I was in the compression session on the recliner lounge, so I had a bit in of a the headache. Fart room, yeah, in the fart room. <laughs> And it was about no. I got to the airport. Got dropped off the airport about nine o'clock or so. Checked in and oh dear, oh dear, I'm not flying out to ten forty-five. So it was nine a.m. Yeah, <laughs> not flying out to ten forty-five. It was a bit early. So did you test the? It's nine. It's uh, you know yeah, happy hour somewhere on Earth theory. Did well, you? I just tested. I'm in an airport, and whatever happens <laughs> Time outside, matter. the X-ray machine it does not apply to this space. Oh, it so doesn't. I and I looked that. around, yeah. and there were people drinking pints of beer. Yeah, of course there were. So, and yeah. because a lot of them are heading to Melbourne to go to the football for the weekend, like they go and see the, the AFL and stuff like that, you know, yeah. so there's groups of blokes that are obviously getting their time one on and all that sort of thing, uh, drinking poison. And so I ordered yes. a pint of poison myself, 500 odd mils of poison, and uh, opened up my laptop and uh, proceeded to read the paper. Started your novel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was, so, and uh, had a beautiful big glass of beer. Yes. Remember and in our version of that of that novel, by the way, we're taking mm-hmm. out it was the best of times. It just starts yeah. with it was the worst of times. Yeah. It was the worst of times, it was the worst of times. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway, uh, Lord yes. Clark, God your... bless airport time. God yes. bless uh Bogues Triple X Ale. Yes. And uh God bless travel because uh you know, without it we'd be stuck in one place. How do uh Laura Clark the <laughs> Travel Agents uh, Society of Australia get in contact uh, with us for sponsorship details. Profound, Farrell, profound. Yes, uh, they can find us, Stuart, Stupidly Big, with stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Twitter, uh, iTunes, uh, Instagram, and yeah. iTunes. Yeah. iTunes, where you can give us a rating and a review, which we greatly uh, appreciate. Thank you to the people who've been doing so. There's another one there recently. Um, please come and say hello if you're a new listener. We've heard from a few new listeners lately. Ah, really good to hear from very you. Really good. Um, oh, and by the way, including, we've got one, yes. Yes. Oh, we've, wasn't we've got a bureau that? chief of, of the armed forces, the Navy, I think. Oh, I, I, Captain. Come aboard. Fantastic. And in the Navy, I'm sure that person's never heard them before. Yeah, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, I found some secret uh, portal on Instagram. Mm. And apologies to three or four listeners that have sent photos mm. that, that arrived in this portal. One of, of course, being a, a bureau chief in Ireland there. I think it was in County Kerry. I'm not sure. I'll have to check that again. County Kerry. Yeah, so I, I got some photos and stuff and some other people sent some photos. And oh, so, sorry for not getting back to you. I didn't know that there was that secret corridor. You're adorable. Uh, it's called your inbox. <laughs> anyway. <Right>. It's magical. <laughs> magical. And again, not really rounding out that old man character very well. At least well. I'm on the Instagram. <laughs> I 
least I'm on the Instagram. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, look, you go uh, back to your knitting and we will speak again tomorrow, we hope. Yes, yeah, I'll be back. Midweek mayhem tomorrow. Midweek mayhem. Well, I look forward to that uh, at the very least. Stuart Farrell, excellent to talk to you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.